Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Presidential Town Hall. I'm your host for uh, for this evening, Ronald Gipper Reagan, candidate for president of the United States of America. Uh, during the next uh, half hour show, I or so I will be taking your questions, uh, discussing my platform. Uh, you can ask them either by calling in to the show, which is the best way to do so. Uh, you can do that either via your Skype account. There's a button on the show page. Click that and call in, or you can uh, call in uh, using the the show number, which is 760-512-7224. It's also listed on the show page there. Uh, Or you can ask your questions in the chat, and uh, if I see it and it's good, I'll answer it. But um, that's how things are going to work. So uh, before we get started on all this, let me just introduce myself here. For those of you who are not uh, familiar with me or... You know what I stand for, what uh, what our movement stands for in the United States. Um, I am Ronald Gipper Reagan. Once again, I'm the current party president of the American Freedom Alliance. Uh, in my second term as PP, there uh, I've been a congressman. I'm a commander of a top ten U.S. military unit, the American Eagle Division. I have a successful newspaper. Um, what else? Uh, I've, had a lot, I've had a lot of dipl- diplomatic posts. Lived in ten countries around the world, so I've done quite a bit in my in my time in the game. Um, <clears throat> and what is it that we're that what what I and what we as a group are focused on doing, both in the EUSA and in the country at large? Let's you know go into this a little bit here, uh, because there's been a lot of propaganda out there. I know some people who read the news are are a bit confused about that. Um, they're not exactly sure what to believe. They hear a lot of uh, nonsense being talked about in the media. Essentially, what our opponents have tried to do is uh, is brand us as a PTO, which is completely baseless. It's ridiculous. Um, they try and say that our goal is to send money to foreign banks or you know or whatever else they, they try and claim. Um, is there any proof of anything they say? No. It's just, you know, a tactic for them to invoke fear into the population. And something which is not going I don't think it's gonna work much longer. Um I believe we can win this election. I believe we have the sorry, I was distracted by a troll in the chat, but it looks like our moderators have it handled there. So okay. You guys cover that. And I'll cover the show. I don't have. I don't want to have to keep looking at that. All right. So we've got the troll problem fixed. Anyway, as I was saying, introducing what we're discussing about the the campaign. Um, there's a group of people in the U.S. and those of you in other countries. You probably have something similar 
in those various, you know, in your various nations. But in the U.S., it really is the worst of the worst. There is this group of establishment elites, these people who have hogged power time and time again, um, basically over the past more than a year at least. I'm sure we can go back further, but just going back to the, you know, later in 2010, the only president since then who was not handpicked by them was Glove, who we when we got him elected, we basically had to force him in by a slim margin. Um, besides that, you've got the same group of people picking picking someone time and time again. Um, and this time what they've tried to do is put up somebody who has been absent from the game for two years, um, somebody who has no idea what's going on, who thinks that they're going to go around and demand to other countries to, to tell people to leave our nation and um, you know threatening them and and all these sorts of ridiculous tactics, dividing Americans further, um, you know, obviously labeling people as you know, PTOers and uh, we're not going to let you in the military if you're part of this party or if you're against us. The same stuff they've been doing month after month, um, except even more aggressively. Because this month you have someone like Norwegian who, well, obviously he believes that. He's just really lazy and hasn't done anything. Um, so they're just going to try and amp that up even more. Honestly, why would you vote for someone like that? Do people want to have, you know, bad uh, resource bonuses like we have now? Um, do they want to have countries around the world not trusting us, longtime allies, um, not believing anything that's said by anyone in a leadership position in the U.S.? Because that's what's going on right now. Uh, do they want to have a nation which is divided against itself? Because regardless of what the result is, it's going to be a relatively close election one way or the other. I believe I can win, and I hope you'll vote for me. But, you know, one way or another, it's a divided country. What I am offering is let's put aside our differences. Put aside the personal grudges, everything else people have. And, of course, not everyone's going to do that. But I would hope enough people would do it so we can get some stuff done. Um, because this sort of nonsense has no place in the U.S. government um, we shouldn't have people like that in power. You know, I, I've presented a, a pretty strong platform. If you haven't checked it out yet, I've wrote several articles for the election. Go ahead, check out my paper. Um, you know, I have the top article in the U.S. now, so you can see. You can uh, check it out that way. Um, and you go back to my platform, which was two articles ago. And this is what I proposed here. Um, and before, you know, if you have any questions, if you want to leave them in the chat or call up and ask me that. I will uh, try and take them for you, if they're, if they're reasonable questions. Um, but before we get to that, let me um, just give you the basic outlines of, of what's in my platform, for those of you who aren't so familiar with it. <clears throat> okay, our economic policy. Uh, until a month or two ago, we had a tax level at 15%. This was hiked up to 25%. Yet we are still bankrupt. Clearly, there's been a monetary mismanagement. Um, it's well known that they they give out resources based on personal preferences, um, even when it's not necessarily needed. Even when we're not fighting a major campaign, you know, what are we doing? Spending all this money and giving out giving people tons of tanks to fight with when there's nothing major going on. Yeah, sometimes we're fighting Taiwan or whatever, which we usually win by a huge margin. There's just been tremendous waste, and 
you know, this this encourages people to not stay in our country or not stay in the game. So I say I think we should bring that down to the 15% level. Um, I also think that an import should be set at 1%. Um, <clears throat> we should couple that with the 100 100 resource bonuses, which will obviously you know bring a huge economic benefit to the country. And there really is no reason not to have this, other than this warped view that it's somehow going to make people leave the country. Um, which honestly just hurts everybody, and it's it's really dumb. So I, I don't know why anyone would support that, and that's been a main focal point of my argument. Um, I've already had talks with the Mexican and Canadian government officials, so if you elect me, we'll get that 100-100 resource bonus thing solved in you know in a matter of days. And I think people are looking for that. So let's hope we're able to uh, to get that done. Uh, for sure. Um, In terms of of foreign policy, my approach to that is a little more complicated. Uh, We're we're obviously in a a very precarious situation. Uh, There's been a lot of poor decision-making, a lot of childish behavior, um, such as former President uh, Fluffer, Henry Pfeiffer, Arendelle, um, taking off a number of our allies uh, with racist insults towards the Brazilians, um, the Spaniards don't trust us. You know, Spain didn't trust us anymore after that. Uh, you know, basically giving an ultimatum to Poland. So that made a couple of powerful nations quite angry at us. We also have you know countries which are long-term allies of ours: Greece, um, Romania, you know, Portugal, places like that, which simply we have not. You know, we haven't been very good friends. They uh, don't really trust us at the level they used to. And, you know, this is not good for our, our reputation at all. Um, so I don't want to, look, I don't want to join a any particular alliance. There's nations I like in, in, in Eden, in Kot, and in, in two. There's good countries in all of them. So what I would try and do is say, how can we have the maximum number of powerful allies and have the minimum number of enemies. Because if we have few countries that want to go and attack us and wipe us like we've been a number of times in the past, this is good for the U.S. We have a lot, we'll have a lot of friends, so we recovered. And we can focus on conquering you know, a nation here and there and not have to worry about fighting a multi-front war or being taken over or anything like that. So I think that's a good policy. We don't have to pick one or the other. You know, We can be friends with multiple people. And yeah, this is how I have governed the party, essentially. I, I'm not going to pick and choose. I'm going to try and be as fair as possible. And that's this sort of philosophy I'm going to use uh, to approach the presidency with. Um, okay, before I move on further, uh, there's some other things I want to elaborate on. But let's take a question, I guess. Uh, okay, we have Mr. Sackler, who had a question. Uh are you there, Mr. Sackler? Mr. Sackler, hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I was actually just listening, but um, no, no. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the show. You 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 make some really interesting points, and you come off as very, very intelligent and capable. Um, I don't really understand why. Uh, all of these, I mean, frankly, the elitist establishment 
keeps trying to push you down. Um, it's really distressing. And it kind of pisses me off. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I've said before, I'm not sure how much you know about the situation, but um, a lot of it goes back to personal issues going back several years. Um, and what they try and do is, because that's obviously not enough to get enough people on their side. So um, if they don't like somebody or they don't like losing power, they'll either grossly exaggerate or, like I said, they'll make up total lies, like invent elaborate conspiracies about um, you know, sending money over to a foreign country, uh, claiming that one group is taking over, which is you know, a limited fraction of our party, um, just completely asinine things. And I have heard a lot about, I mean, uh, you know as well as I do, the uh, rumors of collusion with, you know, foreign entities, foreign parties that may want to, um, may not have the best interests of the USA uh, at heart, and you may be collaborating with them. How do you respond to that? Yeah, um you know, when when people point something like that out, uh what I what I like to always point to is the fact that for nearly two years we had literally hordes of Inky Turks in the US. And these you know, these so called friends, um, you know, certain people would say they assimilated. Well not really. They kept in their party, they would speak, you know, Turkish to each other, they would demand things from the government, they would demand funding for their military unit or a certain number of Congress seats. Um, but that was fine, you know, because they were supporting the people in power. But when we have a situation where there's other groups coming in, people who speak English, uh, assimilate, all get along, um, blend in just fine. There's not any issues about that. But these people are bad, and they're trying to destroy the country. And I don't understand how anyone can believe that. It doesn't make any sense. And if anyone was going to do that, it would have been, you know, the Inky group, not, not what's going on now. Okay. All right. Excellent point. Um, so, uh, also, I read somewhere where you were basically um, calling, uh, I believe, um, I believe Finger Gun said that uh, you had some very, very, very nasty things to say about her. Is any of that true? Or are they just falsifying all of that? Because uh, really, that's the impression I get. About the elite, this elitist yeah, I, is they're making sorry. things up about you. Sorry, I could I could uh, I could barely hear you there, but I I, I did get the, the the main point of your question, and I see there's some other calls piling up. We'll we'll get to you, so um, just give me a second. Uh, I did see that posted there. No, that's not what I had said to her. What I had said to her was uh, quite a bit more tame than what was posted. Um, there was a lot edited in that which is what they like to do. They like to do make up fake logs or, you know, do little tricks like that to try and mess with people's minds. Um, so, no, that wasn't true. But if you listen to the so-called debate between her and her now-dropped-out opponent, John Jay, they had plenty of wonderful things to say about me. It was basically insert profanity, insult, insert profanity, insult, and, um, you know, so uh, that's actually on, you know, a podcast. You can actually hear what they said. But, uh, okay, well, I appreciate your questions. I want to try and get to somebody else. Uh, we've got another caller here. I I, um, 
Actually, I think that might be. Let me see. That might be Tremaine. Um, so we might hold off and get to him after that. I'm pretty sure that's Tremaine. Yeah, that is. Okay. Let's take an eight five six number. Um, for now. Okay. Uh, you are on the presidential Reagan presidential town hall. Hello. What's up? How's it going? Uh, what's going on? <coughs> Nothing much. I had a few questions. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just kind of have to ask this one. It's How do you feel only having kissed three girls at age 20? Like, I'm pretty sure the norm is way more than that at this point. Do you feel like a failure in life? Okay. Do you have any serious questions relevant to the game? This is a serious question. I need to know. If you're going to be my country... <clears throat> Okay, moving on. Um, once again, the number is 760-512-7224, where you can call in via Skype. Um, okay, let's uh, let's br- let's uh, let's bring Shermaine on here. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Uh, just listening in, and um, just wanted to see if you could talk a little bit about. Um, I'm just coming on, but um, maybe you can talk a little bit about um, some of the policies that, uh, you know, the, the party represents, um, maybe fiscal, um, foreign. I kind of know what the, you know, issues are, but, um, you know, if you could just talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, well, I, I'm not sure if you heard the beginning. I did delve a little bit into that, um, but... Uh, now, in terms of, like, for the next thing I was going to talk about is our military policy. Um, one thing, you know, which is huge, a lot of the units that are either considered part of the U.S. military or funded by it, um, you know, do push, do have a policy of political discrimination, which is, you know, ridiculous. Um, honestly, I don't care if somebody likes us or likes me or not. Just follow the, you know, U.S. defense orders, defend our country, um, and there's not going to be a problem. Now, what I what I do see is obviously there's going to be, you know, when we, you know, should we be fortunate enough to win, there'll obviously be commanders of certain units who are not going to follow these orders, are not going to turn it over to somebody who will, and we just try to make things difficult. Um, so I just want to have a functioning military. We can keep a lot of the same units intact as long as they do their job. Um, you know, should that not happen, we'll, you know, have to move people around. Um, I also think it would be a good thing for the U.S. to assign reliable mercenary units to contracts. Um, but, for instance, the, the dark side wolves, uh, we could get them on an exclusive contract. And if we have more, you know, major tanks and units like that fighting for the U.S., it would really open up, you know, what our military options would be, um, you know, the amount of territory we're able to hold at one time. Um so, yeah, that would tie into what I was talking about before. Let's maximize our friends, minimize our enemies, and, you know, see the most we can get out of our military resources. Uh, you know, it's also – I'm also looking to put uh, put American Eagle Division and neutrality and uh, perhaps some other units into the official military fold. So this will add a lot more soldiers who will be fully supplied, uh, you know, which will be, which will be good for the country. So. Okay. Appreciate that. Uh, I just know a lot of people um, on our uh, AFA forum has been, you know, kind of asking about some of the um, 
you know, policies that, um, like you said, you probably discussed at the beginning that I didn't get a chance to catch, but uh, just wanted to hear a little bit more about, you know, the military as well. So I think hopefully that should uh, answer some of the questions for, uh, you know, some of the uh, members that are inquiring. Yeah, you know, I hope uh, I hope it does. Um, uh, is there any other specific points you wanted me to elaborate on? No, no, I think that's about all. I just wanted to uh, get a chance to, you know, listen in on the show before, um, you know, it ended. Yeah. Um, well, we'll have a, uh, yeah, I think we'll have like a 15-minute after show later. So I'll keep on hold for that if you want. Okay, we'll do Great. All right. Uh, thank you for that for that call here. Um, by the way, folks, we've got uh, about nine minutes left in the live portion of the show. There will be an after 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 show um, of the town hall, uh, which basically anyone who calls in then will be allowed on, and you can talk about whatever within reason. Um, so if you have any questions now you want to ask, now would be the time to do it. Uh, once again, like I said, you can call in. The uh, the number is seven six zero five one two seven two two four. That's seven six zero five one two seven two two four. Or call in on Skype. Uh, also, if you don't want to call in, you're a little bit uh, phone shy. You can just if you have a good question, put it in the chat. If I happen to see it, I will uh, I'll answer it. Um, <clears throat> but okay. Anyway, let me elaborate on the rest of my platform here um, for a second. Okay, our our domestic policy. We we've discussed so far uh, military, economic, foreign policy. Um, so this would be the last, you know, main portion of of my platform. Um, a lot of you know about the Department of Homeland Security. This is something which is Orwellian in nature. It's used to get people to report your friend or you know, report anyone for suspicious activity and. All sorts of just weird, and it goes way beyond role play because it's actually to the point of disturbing because I think they actually take it really seriously. Um, so we would retool that, and um, we need to target the true threats to our country, you know, fight for us loyalists and people who um, <clears throat> have openly said, you know, Pfeiffer and Weijin, people like that, have openly said we need to get a botnet operating. They've said, we need to cheat in order to keep power. Do you really want people like that pulling the strings who have agreed to do so? In fact, I think Finger Guns has uh, said that she agrees with that too, to, to make fake accounts to keep power. The way the game works is whoever has the most, or it's supposed to work, whoever has the most real supporters wins. Now, if you're making hundreds of bots, that throws that out the window. And if you have to cheat in order to win a virtual political simulation, that's really sad. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, you know, if people want to support someone like that, I, I, I think that's just a, really a travesty. It, it's, it's, it's fundamentally un-American. And um, <clears throat> that's why, under my administration, we're going to target the very people who are targeting everyone else, give them a taste of their own medicine, um, we, we simply can't have these extremists and hardliners. You know, I've taken a reasonably moderate, generous approach in all of this, but there's people like that who are going to try and run a shadow government, people like that who are going to try and undermine our nation, and we simply can't allow that. It, it, it's wrong. 
and they should respect the honest results of the election, period. They won't do that because, you know, people like that think they know better than you. You know, like Pfeiffer, if you ever go on the so-called official U.S. forums, if you have any sort of dissenting opinion, he'll insult you and curse you off. Is that the sort of attitude we want to we have? I don't think so. So I'll be a reasonable leader, somebody who listened to all sorts of ideas. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to be a yes man. But what I do think we need is we need a civil culture here, you know, because for many people it's gone way beyond role play. It's gone to the point of just pure hatred, um, you know, to the point where people actually make threats. Um, to the point where people say things which are way, way out of bounds for what you know what it is we're supposed to be dealing with here. Um, <clears throat> so we really need an, a change in the culture of the country, and that's what we're going to do by retooling the uh, so-called DHS. Um, it's going to be actually used to better the nation and get rid of the bullies as opposed to persecuting everyone who has a dissenting opinion. Not something I'm interested in doing, not something the U.S. government should be doing, and, uh, you know, we're going to put an end to that. So, <clears throat> and, uh, no, I've, you know, I've, I just looked at the chat here real quick. No, I'm not watching everything that's being said because otherwise it's going to be really weird, like, you know, certain shows where someone just goes and is silent while they're reading the chat. And that's really boring. No one wants to hear that. So if you have a good question to ask and I see, I'll answer it. Otherwise, we've got, you know, a certain number of minutes left here. Uh, you can call in and ask me a question. We've got a little over four minutes left in the live portion of the show, um, which, by the way, once again, there will be an archive portion afterwards. You'll have to go back and listen to it after it's over if you want to hear that. Um, <clears throat> so if you still have any questions you want to ask, time is running out. Don't be a coward. Call in 760-512-7224. You can block your number. I don't care. Uh, call in on Skype, whatever you want. Um, in the meantime, I guess I want to use the remaining time to well, to make a, you know, an appeal to everyone listening here. Um, you know, tell your friends, get out the word. It, it, it's, it's really quite simple. Do you want more of the same failed policy of the past? Do you want more hatred? Do you want somebody who's been anointed as, as you know, the next president before there's even been an election? They've been anointed. They expect the results to go the way they want to do. Do you really want someone like that? Somebody who's been out of the game for years on end, who has no idea what's going on, has no network of international contacts, is going to ruin our reputation more internationally by going around and making demands of our allies? Or do you want somebody who has, um, like I said, a deep, vast network of contacts? Um, every month there's a, you know, probably a dozen CTs around the world who I know personally I have conversed with at length. Now, scores of congressmen and ministers and, and whatnot. Um, so I have an international group of contacts to, to really improve ourselves in terms of foreign policy, in terms of our image abroad, in terms of making this a, um, you know, a stronger country. Um, <clears throat> and I have the plan domestically as well. We need to bring our tax rates now. We need to restore our... 100-100 bonuses. Um, we need to, like I said, promote a culture of civility. And we need to get new people in the cabinet. We have the same folks 
who are recycled from you know a different chair to a different chair, moved around month after month. They'll throw in a few, you know, if you suck up enough, they'll throw you and a few new people in here and there. But it's basically the same people. So I've got a cabinet with a lot of new people that we're going to do. Um, you know, we're going to change things up with. Okay, we've got uh, Killing Time on the phone here. Um, we've got a couple of minutes left in the live portion. Uh, do you have a question? Uh, I guess he does not have a question. Okay. Um, <clears throat> once again, this is your last chance to call in. If you want to talk on that portion of the show, we've got 90 seconds left. If you don't call in before then, you're not going to be able to get on uh, for, for the archive portion. So if you want to call in, now is the time. You know, Go on your Skype and dial in, click the Skype button, or you can call in at 760-512-7224 uh, to get on the show. Um, like I said, you got about a minute left. Okay, in the in the last minute before we head into the... Once again, I just want to say, read my paper, compare it to my opponent. Um, just ask yourself, what kind of a country do you want? There's, there's a, like I said, there's an ocean of difference that separates us. We can have a Reagan revolution, or we can have another Pfeifferist pawn. The choice is yours. Make the right one. Don't let other people tell you what to do, tell you how to think. Let's do something different. Not only would it be fun, but uh, the country is pretty low as it is. Could it get any worse? I don't think so. So let's change things up. Let's turn this nation around. Let's get things back on track. Remember Saturday, January 5th. Get out there. Get out to vote. Um, vote early. Vote often. Vote Ronald Gipper Reagan for the next president of the United States of America. Thank you very much. Uh, may admin bless America. And good night. Okay. Uh, we are now in the... Um, in the after portion of the show. Uh, so, Shermaine, I'm putting you back on here. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I am. Um, no, you can go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, sir. No, I was going to say it's going to be kind of interesting to see um, how everything plays out tomorrow. Um I was rather surprised to see uh, John Jay drop out. Um, I mean, again, I don't know if he was forced out or, you know, as they said before, he lost the primary. And now we, the people, you know, have endorsed uh, finger guns. Um, I mean, I kind of figured she would be the nominee. Uh, Pfeiffer kind of hinted towards um, a couple episodes of uh, EMPR that uh, she would be running. Um, and he was very enthusiastic about it. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's what he was referring to, her running. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how everything plays out. But he seemed to have had a problem uh, with John Jay staying on, you know, by calling his bluff about, oh, I'm sure he won't drop out before, you know. And that seemed like a little yeah. pressure was put on John Jay to drop out. And considering he said he's going to just quit the game, basically, I don't know why he would even do that, because the damage is done to the extent that he's never going to be trusted to the level he might have been by certain people. 
Um, you know, his own party leadership turned on him. So at that point, you know, why even drop out? I don't understand that. Right. It, it seemed like um, after reading the little article yesterday that, you know, people in his party actually signed off on him uh, withdrawing from the race. That is kind of crazy. Um, but, again, you know, I, I, you know, he talked about um, what was on Josh's show um, last week or the week before, whatever it was. He was saying, you know, the people in the party, you know, they come together and, you know, they don't have a whole lot of dissent. Well, it seemed like there was some backdoor dealing and willing going on there, um, which was rather interesting, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it would have been nice if he had stayed in, obviously. It would have, uh, you know, helped out quite a bit. But uh, we have a trick plan for you. I'm not going to say on here, but if that goes to plan, it might help, you know, quite a bit. Um, Yeah, you you know, I just want to, you know, talk about, I know one of the other guys came on earlier about um, talking about, you know, personal things and, you know, I talked about how they put um, some of my information on the uh, EUS forums a couple, you know, uh, about a week or so ago. And, you know, it's just rather distasteful, the tactic that they, you know, tried to use as, an, um, you know, a method of intimidation, so to speak, you know, by them saying, oh, yeah, this information is public record. You know, we'll, we'll, it doesn't have to do with anything. Um, you know, they were acting like it was some big secret that I owned the forum. <laughs> you know, so what I own the forum, but at least, you know, in owning the forum, we had to create an alternative to their forum because a lot of our yeah. guys' uh, message wasn't able to be put out there. So, you know, that this is what you do when somebody else comes in and they, you know, stop your side from talking, you create an alternative, you know. Uh, so that's what we decided to do and, that's what I'm going to continue to do. So, you know, for those uh, haters out there that have a problem with it, just keep on hating because the forum's not going to go anywhere, you know. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, did they take down all references to that? or? But um, Yeah, they did take yeah, that down. Um, yeah, I contacted the um, owner, I think, of the forum. I don't know exactly who the owner is. Um, but I contacted some of the admins, and I know it was later removed, um, you know. So I, I, I applaud them for that. Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, but, yeah, you know, those forms aren't very widely used anyway. Actually, I was comparing ours to the some of the other parties, and they might actually be the most active. The other party forums are fairly dead themselves. Um, so yeah, yeah. The um, activity on our forums is is uh, it's, it's it's very nice. I, I it's you know it's very good that we're doing the give and take exchange. And this is um, honestly what I wanted to see a lot of. Because, you know, the chance to see a lot of um, people going at it, so to speak, in a healthy form, you know, is either, um, 
you know, tamper down, where, where they try to tone you down and they don't want your voice to be heard or they don't want your opposition to be heard. But at least they can't say in our forums that we're doing some serious debating. Um, just the big topic issue um, right now in our forum is uh, the, uh, you know, the fiscal policy where we've been talking about the economic side of the game. Um, I know they've been requesting that, you know, you come on and put some of your policy debates, you know, join in on the forum debate, um, which, you know, that might be something that you can look into doing as well. But we're just trying to, to um, keep this going, man, where people are actually coming out, you know, onto the forums and they're talking about uh, issues. Um, one of the biggest debates, you know, that was talked about in the forums uh, for the last couple of days has been the, you know, the um, – the wages and the taxes and, you know, all of these other things that are, uh, you know, driving the market. You know, people are making about, what, 25 or $26 a day on average um, and then getting taxed at a 25%, you know, and they're getting a decent amount of their money taken away from them. And when you look at it, they can only really afford to buy taking a couple items of food. <laughs> so, you know, just the lower taxes is something that, you know, we've been talking about on the forums, which most people from the other side have been opposed to. Um, they, they think that, that 25% is okay. Um, and the main argument is that you should depend on the government to provide those things for you. Um, one thing that I did talk about um, in the forum, I don't know if you got a chance to check it out or not, but one program that looks like it should be um, – reduced to a lower term, uh, should be Mills on Wheels. Uh, and the reason being, if I dismantle Mills, Mills on Wheels because of, um, you know, the overproduction of food that you can actually produce at your own player. Um, but, you know, being that we don't have any say in the budget discussions or whatever, you don't really know how much money is going towards that program. It may be a small amount, but, we, you know, I'm not for sure because, you know, congressmen don't have, um, you know, access to that portion of their forum. Um, but, you know, however, I do know that the last time I was elected to Congress, I did participate in those debates. Um, so, you know, I can't say that everybody may not have access, but they did give me access the last time around. Now, you know, if I run for Congress the next time around, who knows, they may or they may not let me on. Um, but, you know, that that's just one of the things that, the government might be able to uh, reduce funding for, or if not, just remove the program all in itself because, you know, the budget is very tight now um, with the amount of money that they're moving out. Um, just over the last, what, 30 or so days that I've been tracking the the transactions of gold that they've been converting over into USD, it's been over like, um, uh, I think it's like anywhere between 900 to 1,000 uh, gold coins that they've already used or converted, which I think they just recently put a couple back, couple uh, at least 100 or so back a couple days ago. But, um, I mean, when you look at the budget, they're just flying through money like it's crazy. And where is it going? It's probably mostly going to, I guess, military tanks. But, um, you know, it is good to uh, know what they're doing with the money, but we really don't know because they don't want you know, every citizen out there to know what exactly they're doing with this money. So that's why they have these private uh, budget talks that's, you know, only to the Congress, you know, congressmen. Exactly. I and mean, a lot of it is, you know, there's no accountability where it's actually going. Um, 
you know, uh, especially if they, you know, if I win and they they do what they say they're going to do and confiscate the treasury, then who knows what they're going to do with it then. There'll be even less way to track it, so. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot going on that uh not able to see. That's probably sketchy in nature. Well, we well, you know, like you uh, alluded to earlier, what they would definitely do is run a shadow government. They they've already talked about that um, months before now. Um, so they would do exactly what you were saying that they would create this shadow government. Um, and it's crazy. It's crazy that 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 is what they would do. Um, but you know, you know, these guys never cease to amaze me. They really don't. Yep. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's nice to have an opportunity to try and you know, change how all that works. Um, although I don't know how effectively we're going to be able to move money around with only a third of Congress, but we'd have to say. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know what role admin would play in that. Um, they should be able to uh, track the donations if someone did move the money from one place to the other. Um, I don't see how they could just actually get away with that. Um, game mechanics are game mechanics, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's a rule against necessarily taking it, though. Right, and I, right. That's where it would just come into play. Well, we just had to do this for you know security reasons or whatever the case may be, and um, then it would just be all in good faith that that person, whoever took the money, would you know, you know, replace the money or bring it back. So it was interesting to see, you know, I guess how they would try to figure out how would the government function if that were to happen. So it's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> so I think the show will auto end in about two and a half minutes. So is there anything else you want to make sure we get on there? No, that's pretty much it. Um, I'll just uh, talk with you about some other things offline. But other than this, we're, we're you know, just glad I was able to just come on and, and chat a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. So it would have been nice to have like, an actual debate, but uh, they wouldn't agree. Oh, you know, I, that, no. <laughs> they don't want that to happen. Uh, they don't want substantive issues to come out. They want to demagogue you and make you look like, you know, you're some whatever. And then when you actually try to, have a little bit of debate. You know, you have some people, like they say, insult, because that is their game plan, to never make it look like you're legitimate. So, you know, yeah. that's why you have your own, you know, radio show where you can get the alternative out there so people can listen. And uh, you just go from there, you know. We just keep pushing and doing what we, you know, have always been doing. Yep. Uh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, they obviously wouldn't do that because then they would have no defense to a lot of these things. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, so what do you what do you think about the 
I think the results are going to be like the optimistic, even though JJ dropped out, or I you know ran a campaign. Um, I think more so than they did. So hopefully that cuts into their support a little bit. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, things starting to turn around. You know, people are just seeing this unity thing for what it is. Is this another way to um, have like a backdoor dictatorship that where they're trying to um, any two or three top tier candidates, they don't want the votes to be split, and they want to try to nail this thing down. You know, this national national security stuff is it, getting old, and any time an AFA member is going to be. Um, being the nominee for the party, then they'll always have this unity stuff. So that's never going to end, you know. So um, yeah. it's just that people are being pushed out. Like uh, you got John Jay now, just as well as John Largo, um, the last time around. So you know you're starting to see a pattern here. Yeah. So you know, hopefully, if the members come out and, and vote, and they get out the vote. We'll be in a good position tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully, 